0: Hi hey guys, real life Peter Griffin here, and you're listening to the Care Dare Podcast. Freaking sweet! <laughs>
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Canned Air, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I'm Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Dory. And our guest today, very special guest. If you've been in or around New York Comic Con, I'd say within the past five or more years, you've probably run into this gentleman. Uh, We welcome Robert Franzese to the show, but you probably knowing best as the real Peter Griffin. Robert, thank you so much for being here with us today.
0: Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. uh, I'm honored to be here and... uh... We're gonna have some fun, fellas. We're gonna have some fun. <laughs> I don't know how we're well, gonna do this though either. This is gonna be a lot. <laughs> it's gonna be laughing the whole
1: time. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a treat. You, you listeners, are in for a treat today. We're gonna be first talking with Robert about uh, just con life. You know, me and Jack know something about the con uh, experience ourselves, and just a little bit. I think Robert knows even more. So that mm-hmm. ought to be a good conversation. And then afterwards, we're going to turn our full attention over to Robert and talk about his Peter, uh, Peter Griffin cosplay and how fucking amazing it is. Yes. Absolutely. It's not even a cosplay
0: anymore. It's like a way of life. <laughs> it's looking like... I trained a- my body physically for decades for this moment.
1: Uh, but before we do all that, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CanDairPod and on Instagram at canned underscore Air. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CandairPod for five dollars a month. You can get access to our monthly Patreon show and support the show in the meantime. Mm-hmm. We got some wizard stuff, right, Jack? Wizard Wizard. And if you
0: donate fifty dollars or more, you can get access to the NSSW.
2: <laughs> 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 If you're going to Wizard World this year, any show in the United States and you want to get tickets, use canned air in the promo code when you're buying tickets for a cool 10% off. That's lowercase, no space at checkout. That's it. Let's kick it off with this week's
1: Retro Roundtable.
0: Yeah. Do it. Do it. Come on. I'm here. Come on. Do it now.
1: Oh, my God. Thank you, Teddy. Faster. i Bad. All right, gentlemen, the con life I have written here. That's kind of kind of corny, I guess, to hashtag write. Hashtag con life. <laughs> 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 It'll definitely be the hashtag mm-hmm. on this episode. Where do we start, gentlemen? I don't even know where to start. I, I guess I think of my first con when I think of uh, my con experiences in total in 2013 was it, a Wizard World con.
2: Mine was the one right after that. The Cincinnati uh, Comic Expo? Actually, yeah, yeah, it was Cincinnati. Yeah. 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 That was, uh, that was. Can't even remember who was there, but it was. Sensory overload. Just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. walk in and you can't breathe because there's so much going on.
1: I could have shit my pants and not even known. (laughs) Like, I was so distracted by everything around me. Like, seriously. (laughs) It was (laughs) not. Robert,
0: what about you? I think, I think, I think 2002 was my first convention. I, uh, there was I, I live uh, I live on Long Island in New York, and uh, there was this little show called Icon that was run out of one local univers- uh, universities, and we went there because uh, Julian Glover was going to be there, who was. Uh, Uh, Was he? Was he? Was he? Piet? No, he was was in. uh, He was in *Empire Strikes Back*. He was one of the uh, the generals, and then he was. um, uh, He was also Walter Donovan in *Indiana Jones*, the one that chose poorly. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, he was going to be there. So we were excited. So we went to go meet him, and that was my first con experience. The first time I ever saw anybody dressed like a Jedi in my life, and they're like fighting lightsabers in the middle of the show. And this is like pretty early on. Like it was like being a geek was still like very much one of those closet things. You kind of Right. Hit your comic books even deeper than you hit your porn when you were in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But you're almost more proud of the National Geographic with the, uh, with, with the tribal women. Right. <laughs> <laughs> than Iron Man. You know? <laughs> oh, it's true. It's so true.
1: It's so true. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I know the first con I went to, Stan Lee was there. And that oh, that's was, awesome! That that was awesome. The experience was
0: welcome, true believers. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the experience was so far, but at the same time, it was cool to you know say, "Oh, I've met Stanley." But it was after that, Jack. You were at the con where I got to meet Julie Newmar, yes, from Batman uh, '66, Catwoman. You were flushed and almost nice. sweating when
2: you got done Dude. talking to her. I don't. She's care how, still pretty. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't is. care
1: how old she <laughs> is. That crush will always be there. She, we and she's back. got
2: an
0: elegance about her that you just can't touch. You know? Isn't that you the honest to God's truth? She really does. <laughs> she, she really, really does. just, she has like a regal air about her. It. Like, it's just like, it's almost like how you would imagine meeting like Julie Andrews. Because I actually did meet Julie Andrews. She gives us the same kind of like, like, like elegance, you know? Sure.
2: I think that's what made her the best cat woman. I think she was probably the best one. Yeah, of the three, you mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I I would agree. I think they all did good in their own right, but yeah. I think she, it
0: was great too, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Julie Newmar, boy, that was a first crush from hell, man. Oh, like yeah. wow. Wow, like you do not disturb me when she's on TV, you know. But no, it was funny because you know we, I went to meet her, and I didn't think it would be like that. I just thought it'd be like, oh hi, I used to like you as a kid, but I got up there like, you fuck know? like, oh, you, Purdy, <laughs> voice cracking. Hello, oh,
0: Mrs. Lamar. <laughs> you know, it's it was... funny. It's like when I when I met her. It was at a, it was at a convention, and. It's very surreal for me, because, like, when I'm dressed like Peter Griffin, there is no walking around a convention, because people just stop me constantly. Sure. And I, I just, I, I will never say no. I've never said no to pictures unless I have absolutely be somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. I'm, like, trying to go say hello, and, like, I just keep getting stopped like like 15 times, so it was almost like showing off, like, yeah, <laughs> all these people, like, know who I am, so it's like, <laughs> my credibility card is, like, all the people that know who I am when I walk <worked laughs> up to these celebrities, <laughs> and a similar experience happened at New York Comic-Con with, with uh, Animal from the, uh, the, the, the Road Warriors, because they were my favorite tag team when I was a kid, the, uh, the Legion of Doom of right, mm-hmm. Animal. And, like, I I was about to, like, say hi to him. And he was almost going to stretch his hand out, too. And, like, 12 people just, like, bombarded me. And he just got hysterical because, you know, obviously he knows that struggle because he's famous. (laughs) He's actually famous. But for whatever reason at these conventions, it's like that's my, like, zen moment where I get to be famous.
2: That would be so much fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Also, I'm like That's all the lines so from funny. the celebrities end up running. They clear out. And run again. <laughs> yeah. So they're just saying, <laughs> Lou up, just like, son of a one bitch.
0: <laughs> I-, I won't dress up for like a single day of Comic Con just so that I can see stuff. Because I don't get to look at anything when I'm feeding this.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, once, yeah, once some one person catches wind, it's just like, like wildfire. People usually <laughs> we hear me before the they stream, they show it's
0: You know, it's like, uh, Look at this guy coming down the uh, hallway here, and uh, we're not going to let him uh, shop because we know he's broke, and uh, we're going to get a free pictures, because he doesn't charge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like an approachable celebrity. It's like, I'm not quite there, so you can still take pictures with me. Right. (laughs) I'm not like Sylvester Stallone. Oh, it's 500 bucks if you want to meet me. It's great. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's funny. Hey, Adrian, steaks on me today.
1: (laughs) What was it? Two years ago, we were at WizardCon here uh, in Columbus, and we were watching a show. Like, when you go in the front doors, they have a little stage set up there that has alternating acts. And we're just standing there, and I'm not really paying too much attention to the MC of the event. But as he gets closer, I look at him, and I turn to Jack, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Kato Kalin!" And he goes, yeah, it does look like
2: him. So I was like, like no is it it's fucking it him <laughs> it's really him i just didn't recognize him cuz he didn't have his long flowing locks anymore <laughs> <You're>
1: right <laughs> <laughs> it, i couldn't believe it for and for those of you who may not know kato calen was what one, a witness or a, someone Something like that on the, the oj simpson trial back yeah. in the 90s and just of all <laughs> the places you you just don't expect to see Kato Kaelin at Comic-Con.
0: It was, it I was loved, weird. I love, like, bizarre stories like that. Like, when you just, like... It's inexplicable how this even happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah I, I still can't wrap my head at around Comic-Con. it. I went to the bathroom and, like, the fucking... The guy that plays like Littlefinger on on, on Game of Thrones is just peeing next to me. <laughs> like, wow! Oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> That's nuts. Like you want to say hi, but y- 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 you just don't. You know? Sure. You just kind of nod. It's and that unsaid rule hands, in the bathroom.
1: Like... <laughs> oh yeah, you don't want to say I'm a big fan while his dick's hanging I out. Reach you over know? to shake no, hands or something like that. Like... How are you doing? Nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> It's not. Do you
0: peek of... to see if, like, the rumors are true? He's a little thingy. You know, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh. that guy, but some people. <laughs> we
1: we just said Kerry Means on the show. What? Oh, he's,
0: he's awesome. He's like one of my one of my favorite people. He's ever, such a cool guy.
1: guy yeah. That's for sure. But he was talking about how he was walking to the restroom, and just out of the bathroom came Weird Al. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought, what? Like, of all people, Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, I Weird Al comes out every
0: time I go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's the only scene you Touché. ever come out of anywhere is
2: just the bathroom. All of a sudden, Weird Al just comes blocking out. Oh, my. Yeah, it would be Complete surreal. Complete with
0: the fro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be crazy. A little mustache and everything. Uh, yeah. Looking like UHF Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what the glasses. Even has like
2: the hot dog Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, I uh, was I love thinking about it. How
0: bizarre and random that movie is. It it was. was thinking, movie. I was just thinking,
1: I got to watch yeah. that again. Michael Richards is in that film too. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was yeah. he was pretty funny in that
2: movie. <laughs> he was a moron in that one.
1: I mean, it kind of had it kind of had like a uh, what was that? Hot Shots. Remember with the Hot Shot movies with oh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen? Sheen. Yeah, they had oh, that yeah, kind of a yeah. feel. It's it very naked guy across like
2: of, the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah! It
1: was so much fun, though.
2: My mop, <laughs>
0: Michael. Richardson. Sometimes you gotta really clean it. In there, <laughs> it's like giving this like oh like motivational speech, but it's still a good mop. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> He's swinging it. It sounds like a lightsaber. That's just sort of hilarious. I need to watch it again, man. It has been a
1: long time. Same here. It
0: yeah, has I been it. a long time.
1: Wow. I need to get that on. Do
0: a viewing, UHF viewing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun actually. We're
0: all gonna go on Skype later, we're gonna synchronize it on our PlayStations and watch
1: <laughs> Oh my god, that's a
2: oh, you're making you're giving me real ideas here. That would be
1: freaking awesome. <laughs> i almost thought of doing that,
2: but wondering if it would work if there'd be any kind of delay or anything that we'd start getting off somehow. There's one
1: answer to that mm-hmm. we'll clean it up in editing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what else? We'll uh, call I, it
0: mystery I... Science, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I am
1: down if you are, sir. You just tell me when, and I will be there to record it.
0: We just got to get Weird Al to sign off on <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, it, I would almost bet he would be on it with me.
2: I was going to say, he yeah, would. Uh, would he be, he'd be up for it, I bet. He
1: seems like he would be really accommodating and cool to almost everybody mm-hmm. that walked past him. He seems very grateful, very humble. Did you imagine
0: somebody. how incredible that would be if I if I just sat there in like a little movie theater setting? With my silhouette in front of the UHF <laughs> playing, and I'm commentating with Weird Al, it could oh. be like a DVD release.
1: <laughs> I'd give it, you. already have my money. Just I don't make know it would Be able to commentate. I'd be so I would in love awe to do the that. Whole thing. He's one of
0: my heroes. I'm like a fat Weird Al. I write parodies to songs all the time, man. <laughs> Is that I just right? Write them down. I do. I do. I, I've written so many parody songs that I have never released. And you know, I rewrote all like most of the lyrics to like. A lot of Biggie Small songs and turned them into Winnie the Pooh. It was called the oh, Notorious Pooh. It was hilarious.
1: I remember as a child, I when I was like in, really like listening to Weird Al nonstop. Like I was, I was writing uh, a parody song myself. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was Breakfast at Tiffany's. Remember the and I say, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's yeah. song? From the 90s, I was going to make it breakfast at Mickey D's.
2: Oh, <laughs> perfect.
1: Copyright canned dare. Don't steal that anybody. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Copyright, copyright
2: You got that poor man's copyright right there now it's like, <laughs> Yep, forever It counts, that shit will hold yeah. up in court <laughs> <Yeah>. ever... Shoddy <laughs> Shoddy, but it works
0: I believe I called shotgun <laughs> <laughs> The law of shotgun
1: states Oh, shit Oh, my sides are already hurting And we're not even halfway
3: in yeah. <sighs> That's what she said <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: she said oh, You're killing me Peter You're killing me That's <gasps> also what she said <laughs> I'm setting myself up yeah, I'm pitching right. He's batting God
0: <laughs> damn it oh, Alright Sorry I'm sick of the head <laughs> You're yeah. good I you're, told you're... you Peter just creeps out sometimes. That's why you
1: fit in here yeah, Sick of really. the head belongs here Yep yeah.
0: This is great because I usually don't fit in plate seats. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this about New York Comic Con, really quick. Do they have the tower of T-shirts that extends to the heavens, like right oh, in the yes. middle of the con?
0: Oh yes, yeah. There's like this giant like cube, and it's uh, I think it's Stylin' Online that usually does it. Yeah, and they just have more fucking shirts than like like. 12 hot topics put together.
1: They do. And it makes me wonder, like you're here for three days. How could you possibly justify putting out this much inventory? I mean, the no, shits no, to no. how did you justify
0: having smalls? Most of the people wearing these shirts need a three X. <laughs> exactly. That's what <laughs> yeah. pisses me off. This is true. If they have fat people sizes. What do you think is reading the comic books? <laughs> the people that would fit those shirts are actually having
2: size. <laughs> nothing but baby doll shirts instead. Then <laughs> they can't be bothered. That's what pisses <laughs> me off about buying our own shirts. Is they only come two X, and I got three X. Oh, is that right? Oh, you yeah, like a
1: robot. We need to find a new vendor. I know. <laughs> that shit <should> be expensive. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, the, we always make, like, the tower of T-shirts, like, our kind of our meeting point. Like, if we get separated, meet at the T-shirt tower. I, I think it's, like, the heart of the con. I'm convinced if we destroy the T-shirt tower, like, the whole you know, con that would, actually would make fucking sense. implode I, I on itself. I never think
0: about things sensible like that, because I I had a meet up with friends at New York Comic Con, and... Of all places, I decided to pick the back of the, the freaking con, like <laughs> in, in front in front of Vegeta's table. <laughs> it's literally the voice actor of Vegeta just sitting there signing Funko pops. And the funny part about the story is when my friend finally came over, I just looked up and I was like, "I am the Prince of All Saiyans." And he just looks up and he's like, that was a great impression. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Senpai noticed me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what an awesome feeling, too. That would be nuts to have a celebrity that does voiceover and be like, oh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, typically when we're talking to celebrity, it's because Wizard said they had to. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: I've oh. had some great conversations with voice actors over the years. Like, even Sean Chemmel, who's uh, the voice of Goku, he's actually a very awesome person. He loves oh, Family God. Guy, apparently. <laughs> it's so funny. I actually did some impressions for him. He's, he's awesome.
1: Yeah, um, we you know in the con field, yeah, we get to meet some cool people, but yeah, our experiences are so like 5 minutes or less, like cut short it, like. Yeah. Okay, we got to get back to making money, like shoe press. And so it's like
2: 15 uh, minutes of waiting for the people at the line to clear out enough so we can get that quick yeah. 5 minutes in. But on the show here, you
3: know,
1: just like last week, we got to sit and talk for an hour with Ernie Hudson. Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking amazing. You know, you that's I, awesome. I couldn't get that at a con. No. No, But there's trade-offs, there's trade-offs I mean, there's the inevitable sickness You get at the con, you can't (laughs) get that here at (laughs) the show, right? Oh yeah,
0: the con crud
1: Con crud, it has a name It does have a name, I thought that's what we called it I just called it Fucking getting sick and pissed (laughs) off Yeah, no, yeah,
0: no. it's the con crud Because it's, you know, it's a combination Of anime fans that don't shower And people (laughs) who came to the con sick anyway Because they already made six costumes
2: Yeah, I don't even know the comic vendors that are sitting there sick Because they're Trying to sell their books and stuff like you had The experience of one year
1: oh yeah And then yeah we'll see that I also That year was digging through some of my Favorite things to dig through those big like rubber-made bins full Of dirty fucking Germs. happy meal yeah. toys And shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like Diving in that like Scrooge in the Money bin not giving a shit and not getting and huh? after well that's the Thing I in the last few cons yeah I, I go prepared I mm-hmm. L. But sometimes it just doesn't matter the crud is strong, yes. Janet. It's fucking <laughs> it's a, strong. The, a couple oh, of yeah. airborne and pure L no joke, and
0: it'll put you down for like a good week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It knocked me I in don't my feel ass. repercussions for at least a
1: month. I, that one Cleveland Con we did, maybe the last one, we came back and I sat on the couch after we got home and I just had like a <coughs> quick cough. And you know that feeling you get in the back of your throat before full sickness comes yeah, that on? A little
2: tingle, yep. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I missed And there's it. nothing you can do nope. to stop it either. It's nope. You just strap yourself in and get ready, <laughs> don't you? <laughs>
0: I actually got out of the inferno. You know, I felt like, you know, when your head just feels like a clenched just you know like, oh, yeah. just, like that's the only way to describe how your head feels and uh I, I actually beat it i actually took vitamin c vitamin c is the key really i try it my mother-in-law and, you know you take like a, you take like i don't know like 500 milligrams every like two hours or four hours or something like that, that boost your immune system Wow.
1: Okay. That's yeah.
0: That's that's the key ingredient. And in most of those, like airborne and stuff like that, it's the vitamin C. That's what that that's what fortifies the immune system. And I, I've literally beaten bronchitis without any kind of antibiotics with that. Wow. Nice. I swear by it. You get laughs, <laughs> and
1: medical advice right here on
0: can Yeah, Vitamin C, yeah.
3: Oh, I
1: fucking love it! I love it! I love it! I love it! Oh my God! Um, where do we go from here, Jack? Conlife, life, what do you got? Some of the best cosplays you've seen. Oh my
2: God! Yeah, there's been some amazing cosplay. I I, I think of Ironhide. Uh, that's yeah, that's exactly where I was gonna go to that last one that we saw. The Transformer, yeah, where with... it was like eight foot tall, walking around, full Ironhide Transformer. Yeah.
0: Was he... it was it Tom? Was it my buddy Tom? Have been. He, he builds giant robots. Uh, you know, Tom D. He does I never met him. No mm-hmm.
1: no. But um it I mean this thing was him. impressive. He had a vocal changer, his eyes yeah. lit up. Um he was impressive. He was like on stilts, he was big.
0: Yeah, my, my buddy Tom does like he did the Bumblebee at New York Comic Con. You know a lot of people saw him. Uh, he did Hulkbuster him. Iron Man in the past. He's he's done some very big
2: builds. He, I think he I also does Hulkbuster. He also
0: does that. the uh, the uh, the character from Overwatch with the armor, I forget the name.
2: Reinhardt. Yeah,
0: he does he does a sick Reinhardt. What's his last name? Deepa
1: Trillo. I'm gonna look him up. I don't know if it was him <clears> or not. I was under the impression though, whoever this was was younger. It looked like parents were following him. Oh, okay. Mm, so I i could be wrong. Maybe this is Tom, but his dad was some kind of engineer that had a... I think they were falling him with like a I bottle of water his, and I his belongings. I think he got his
0: son involved now. I think he has a son that starts dealing the builds with him now. So. You could have seen Tom, and his son could have been. It's possible. I don't know. Okay. Talking to him, to I think. But
1: I mean, I'd recognize that that costume the second I'd see it. You know.
2: I think they had people around him so he could see and wasn't bumping into stuff. Yeah. Just being a bull in the china shop, and knocking kids over, and <laughs> well, he walked onto the floor, made
1: it five like five feet, and then just stopped. Just mm-hmm. a ring of people. <laughs> you know, he's like, "This is where I'll be." He's planted. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah, I couldn't do that. You know, I like moving around. And, You know. Standing in one spot, just not my thing.
1: Yeah, and even if you know people didn't pay attention to you, you you still couldn't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. You're going to squeeze into that little tiny toy booth and look at something on the back wall there, dressed as Ironhide or you know Iron Man or whatever the you know whatever the hell you're dressed as. So these people, these great big wings, you know, you it's cool for sure, but yeah, you can't go in the boots now. They got you, know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got your time taken up doing all that. What about uh, was it that? Uh, what was it? Uh, pyramid head from the ooh, was uh, it? oh, the Silent Hill series. Yeah, oh, it was a female one though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she just had that big apron where you could almost see the goods, and that was it. Yeah, that yep. was it. Just a big apron, big triangle,
1: and goodies. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't. I mean, that's again dedication. I don't understand how anyone could because she was just like can, like browsing comics in that thing. Yeah, yep. I, I, like she wasn't stopped for pictures. She was like looking yeah, through long boxes, and I thought being a vendor, it's crazy. Yeah, how the fuck <laughs> is she doing this? This is nuts. But I don't know, man. I, I I'd like to try cosplay one day. Like I remember uh, a long time ago, like after Dark Knight first came out. I, for a Halloween party, I put the Joker together. I did myself up as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Goodwilled it together, you know. I didn't dedicate a lot of money to it, but it came out damn good. And then I started thinking, man, after we got into this, maybe I could try it at one of these cons. But then it became very taboo to be the Joker, mm, yeah. like, kind of like Harley Quinn yeah. and like the Getting dozens upon fucking dozens of
2: Deadpools you see nowadays. Ah. I still want to try doing the uh, old man Luke from the end of Force Awakens. Okay, because you seen you know that picture that I took that I took my face when yeah. I had a beard and put it on his face at the yeah. end of the movie, and it almost matched up perfectly. <laughs> Just let me know, I'll, I'll I'll be
1: some kind of counterpart. I'll be Ray. I'll be Ray. <laughs> okay, that won't be
2: weird. No, no, no. They've got gender bends all the time. Okay, that's fine. We'll do it. I was like, what is it? The the male. I've got the hair. I can do the three little like little
1: hoops in the back. Yeah, you got the long hair yeah <laughs> what about uh you
0: robert most impressive cosplay you've seen but i mean i've seen a lot of impressive cosplays over the years you know it's not you know not because she's like one of my close friends uh but this is uh this girl that i actually just started um hanging out with she's really cool uh her name is she calls herself barbie chula and uh she, i mean her makeup skills are some of the top notch i've ever seen on anybody like she she comes up with these concepts and stuff and, and takes these new spins on like existing characters. And she really does a hell of a job on it. When I met her at Comic-Con, she was just like Pennywise from uh, IT. And she did this whole like prosthetic thing with her face that like made it look like the teeth. And, and um, I ended up going to uh, uh, this anime con at the Javits Center, like maybe like a weekend or two after Comic-Con and she did this like lady venom costume and she again with the teeth and the, the prosthetics and stuff. I, I've never seen anything like what she does.
1: Is this where so. they like they paint like the front of their neck and under their chin to be the mouth? No,
0: no. She she did it completely different than, than anybody. Like she made like she built a bigger mouth around her mouth to make it look like the teeth.
1: Oh wow.
0: Man. And she painted her lips like black, so this way it would look like the inside of the mouth but she really like she she she's incredibly talented
3: that
1: sounds awesome Some of the stuff they And do and, and she's
0: painting, dedicated right? too cuz like I've had conversations with her that it takes like it takes her like like 5 hours sometimes to just put on the the makeup cuz she paints it on herself like she doesn't have any help you know she just sits in front of a mirror and she just paints it and like she she's done like tutorials and stuff like that online she just shows you how she does it and she's very meticulous
1: it's crazy uh how detailed some of these i don't know if it's just recently becoming a thing or if it's always been i'm just now noticing but uh i noticed on instagram especially like a lot of uh very intricate face painting happening oh yeah like people um I can't think of an exact example. I guess one I saw somebody painted. It looked like their face was sliding off to one side. Oh, yeah, and I've seen that. Kind of revealing tissue on the other. Mm-hmm. It was so neat because it looked freaking real. You People know? that
2: have, like, the center of their faces all twisted. And it, yes. it looks like it's really twisted. Or somebody,
1: like, from the nose mm-hmm. out, like, did what looked like a mirror breaking. So like the eye, you could see a few different times and sizes in the shards, you know, it was incredible. And I just can't wrap my head around that. Like I could never do that. She does
0: that gore stuff too. And like, cause she, she, she like, she got hired professionally for like this, like haunted house in like New York city called blood Manor, And, uh, but like she's done like this like gore stuff where it looks like like the skin's like peeling off of her face and stuff. It's insane. I just you know I couldn't wrap my head around how she does it. But
1: yeah, like if they, if I were given the tools and sat in front of a mirror and say try to do that, I wouldn't know how to start. Like no. I just kind of like,
2: uh, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makeup like that at cons has got to be hell. Like on a summer day.
1: Yeah, I, I think that there are special makeups you can get that may not smear or run with sweat, but mm. I, I, nonetheless, you're absolutely right. I'm a yeah. sweater.
2: I mean, I would probably only be a good joker wearing makeup because it would get messy on there. Otherwise,
1: mm. like, well, like Robert just talked about uh, the, his friend having to paint her lips black. In my mind, first place it goes, like, oh, my God, all I'd want to do is lick my lips. Yeah, then, you know,
0: yeah. Like, like, right. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I, It would be I hell like makeup. <laughs> <laughs> even when i was a kid right. i hated face paint like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly about it at all exactly just, yeah. and, and and that's the other thing is like that's another like level of dedication that she does like she wasn't she can't really talk much like when she's doing that costume so imagine dedicating herself to not speaking for a whole day but yeah. i was i mean i'm i'm a terrible influence. so i just purposely kept making her laugh <laughs> <laughs> and she's like trying not to laugh all day and i would say stupid shit to her all day <laughs> and Look it was truly funny watching her struggle not to laugh it's, like this terrifying thing i mean she's absolutely gorgeous and the, these costumes that she puts on are just like so like off the wall terrifying it's like incredible that she can do that
1: I'm gonna have to look her up. What was her name one more time?
0: Barbie Chula. Barbie, Barbie Chuba? Chula. C H U L A. C H U L A. Okay, I'm
1: gonna look that up.
0: Yeah, I, that name. So Should have smart. her on the show. It does.
1: Maybe we will. Yeah, I don't think we've ever. I, you might be the first cosplayer we've had on the show, mm-hmm.
0: Robert. I think.
1: We, oh, really? Yeah, I think you might be. I think so. Yeah. I
0: can introduce you to some of the greatest people in the world if you want some cosplayers on the show.
1: I think we need to bring it in. I mean, that's somewhere the show hasn't gone and needs we'll have to. have to head up to New York Comic Con to hang out with everybody. Why don't we? Well, there you it's go. Been like the mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time we've, coming. We've got money. Why don't we do it? Yeah.
0: Do it now.
1: All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's just turn our attention over to Robert and just talk about your cosplay, your Peter Griffin, your real-life Peter Griffin. This is absolutely amazing. Can we hear it one more time?
0: Uh, would you like to hear it now or uh, 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 later? Oh,
1: <laughs> just do the interview as Peter.
0: I'm just gonna do the whole thing, my like fish. Now, That's it. <laughs> Rob's dead. Who cares?
1: So, how did you stumble onto this? When when did the moments like dawn on you? Like, holy shit, I sound like Peter Griffin.
0: It wasn't even a, an aha moment like that. It was. I mean, I've been doing voices since I was a kid. When I was a little kid, I was you know doing, like, Grover and Yoda and stuff like that. But Peter is just one of many voices that I could do. And I went to Comic-Con with my friends back in 2012. And we uh, we decided we were going to cosplay. And we were going to do, like, a, like a Marvel superheroes group. And I dressed like Western Ghost Rider. And my head couldn't have been hotter if it was actually on fire. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I got heat stroke. That's a freaking show. Wow. I, and I, I was like, I can't wear this costume ever again. But I got a kick out of people like taking pictures with me and stuff because nobody really, you know, I was like very much like a loser geek. I didn't have any no friends and I was kind of an introvert. When I was in that costume, it afforded me the ability to not be myself. I guess the, the, the combination of that and people taking pictures of me, I, I kind of got like a like a high off of it. You know, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool.
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: And um, I was like, you know, I got to wear something more comfortable for the next day. And I started rummaging through my closet. And I had like green pants from like St. Patrick's Day and the the white shirt. And I was like, oh, wait, I could probably do a Peter Griffin costume. I was like, wait, he has round glasses. And I realized that uh, I I had round glasses from, like, they were like Harry Potter glasses, because I I, I used to dress like Santa Claus for the the credit union I used to work for. Um, And I just threw the costume together, and I was like, oh, this will work. But I was actually really self-conscious, like, that night that I put the costume together, I was like, are people gonna know who I am? Like I'm just gonna be some fat guy walking around with normal clothes? Was <laughs> like, oh, what, he a fat John Lennon? <laughs> so I actually took some duct tape and I uh, I put it on my uh, my New York Comic Con pass and I wrote Peter Griffin on it. <laughs> Don't forget. And, and I and I went to the show with my friends, but they didn't dress up the second day. I was the only one. And they wanted to go to Artist Alley, like immediately upon getting to the show, because they wanted to meet some artist. I don't, I didn't know who it was, so I was like, I'm not waiting on this line. And I was like, heavy into toy collecting at the time, and I, I did it for many years. I, I stopped now because it's just, it just got to be too much. Sure, but I can relate um, I was, to that. I was spending money like it was going out of style because I was getting all vintage stuff. I was heavy into like the toy biz, X Men, and like like Marvel toys at that time. I've got
1: a whole shelf. of Toy Biz X-Men right behind. Oh,
0: man, I have I have almost every figure the Toy Biz Oh, my. Wow. I have tubs and tubs of just... And I open them, you know? Like, I'm an asshole, because I you know, I'm, I like to play with my toys. I'm sorry. If I'm going to get a toy, I'm going to play with it. It's I'm not going to get it to keep it in the box, because what the hell is the point of having it then? Sure. And there you go. <laughs> what ends up happening is... I go to the ATM, you know, because most of the the vendors at these conventions only deal in cash. And don't give you discounts if you're paying cash and all that stuff. So the money comes out of the machine, and for whatever reason, I I don't know what made me do it, I I, I just said out loud, oh my god, I won! (laughs) And everybody within earshot just turns around and is like, holy shit, that's Peter (laughs) Griffin! Wow. (laughs) And I swear to god, There was just this perimeter around me. And what was really funny that I I forgot about up until just now is that I was at that show and I was opening up some Toy Biz action figures at the show, and I was throwing the boxes away at one of the garbage because I had bought so many toys, I couldn't possibly carry them in the bag. <laughs> 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 so I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to open the boxes, and I'm just going to put the toys in the bag. Now they'll fit, you know? Right. And and people are giving me dirty looks for, like, opening toys. They're like, he's opening vintage toys, and it's like... <laughs> I mean. First of all, this is Toy Biz 90s action figures. You can get them in any fucking comic book shop that's worth your salt across America. So it's not like I'm opening up vintage Luke Skywalker with a double telescoping lightsaber or a vinyl cape It's I'm opening (laughs) Toy Biz (laughs) X-Men. Right, right. This, like, whole fanfare of people just followed me for the entire day. And I never saw anything like this. And I mean, it really, like, I really got a kick out of it. But I'm like, nobody ever gave a fuck about me, ever, until that day. And <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. I was walking past one of the booths, and one of the booth guys was like, oh, do you mind if we interview you? And I'm like, interview me? Well, How am I? I'm like, whatever. So I get, I go over there, and he asks me a question, and I, I forget what he, what, what he even asked me. And I just turned it into a monologue, and it wasn't even an interview anymore. And I started doing this entire stand up about how people are giving me dirty looks for opening toys at the convention. Literally, (laughs) something that happened to me like three minutes ago. I'm like, I was like, you know, I'm I'm opening my action figures. People are giving me dirty looks. Like, what the hell? Did they see Toy Story? Look at how sad that cowboy was. It didn't get (laughs) (laughs)
3: opened.
0: I I had people dying. You know, I was going up to cosplayers and, and. and addressing them as the characters are dressed as. I'll be like, hey, how'd you go, Batman? Here are things you never got them. You know, that hey, got them shitty things. That's a terrible idea. What happened to all the people that were living in those houses? What are they all dislocated now? Just so prisoner's somewhere? You know? I, <laughs> I, would, I would just give them the business. And they'd have, sometimes they would feed off of it. And sometimes they'd be like, I have no fucking clue what to say. <laughs> and what always makes me laugh now is when you see like an incredible costume like holy shit this thing looks like like even especially when like it's something scary like a pyramid head or something like that right. and then they'll walk up to you and it's like oh okay and <laughs> they just whisper hey I'm a big fan I really love your <laughs> 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 i Wonderful always try because it just in- instantly <laughs> just kills the mystique of the whole <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like terrified a pyramid. And he's just like, hey, man, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and that on its own level is just hilarious to me.
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, I can kind of relate to that. I think I told you before, I, it didn't even happen at a Comic Con. I was at a Renaissance Festival with Brooke, and there was this guy dressed as like a half, half man, half goat he like a goat legged kind of Mr. a mister Tumnus? i don't know <laughs> what fun. he he was huge though i mean this dude was i mean he was ripped in, in my mind, this is like fall it's cold as fuck out this oh yeah
2: you did tell me about dude's this
1: dude's going around shirtless he's wearing like an actual like <laughs> skull like ram skull like horns on his head but, oh my gosh. but these these uh legs you know were huge he was obviously on stilts but the way he Wore them, he kind of rested on it in his shins, so it looked like his legs bent right. the other way, like you know, like hooves would. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, intimidating as hell. Had his his eyes had those special contacts. Made him look all black. This oh, long man, hair. Doors. He looked like he crawled out of hell. And when you get up to him, <laughs> he was like, oh, you like my costume? Oh, cool. You know, what I was like, oh, what? Man, It's
2: so funny. Like that's not you. <laughs> I've always expected cosplayers to almost be that character instead of just being. Looking like the character, I guess, pretty much
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess But you know what, I love that in and of itself Because it just goes to show you never know who can turn into what You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah That's the beauty of cosplay, anybody can be anything You know, and there's Yeah, My only rule about cosplay, if there is any rule, is have fun Pick a character you like and have fun That's my only thing
1: You said something earlier, it made me kind of think of a similar experience we've had That You know, like, before this, nobody, you know, really cared about you, that you didn't have a lot of friends. And I think the same uh, can kind of be said for Jack and I here. I know that when you go back and listen to, like, the first few episodes of our uh, show, that it sounds like different people. Mm, Yeah, it does. Totally. Like, Like, wow, that's you. There was a newfound confidence. I definitely got a lot of confidence, uh, I guess a feeling of self-worth from doing this show. And I guess it's and it's weird because the show doesn't really deliver that. It just kind of helped you get to where you should have been, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, the whole time. And it's kind of like the same experience with what you're explaining to me. And I, I just think that's, a one, a very cool feeling and probably why people... Get into doing cosplay or whatever it is that uh, you know
2: pulls them into this community. It's the same when we did the live shows too, the live podcast. Yeah, people actually coming in to watch us and then enjoying it and laughing and interjecting, yeah. talking to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it does something for the for you, for the confidence, doesn't it?
2: And After that, uh, well, so who is it? Someone's like, you want to do Wizard World? Do it. We're in. <laughs> so, like,
1: maybe you didn't know we're pros now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took was one show. But that's awesome. I, I, love, uh, I love to hear that, that you know, you've, uh, you've found a place where you feel really at home, it sounds like.
0: It's, it's, it's a sense of fulfillment that wasn't there before. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It feels like you're making a difference. Because, you know, it's, it's really crazy to me because my situation is a little bit different than most cosplayers. Most cosplayers that are cos-famous, quote-unquote, which I hate that term, but that's what they call them. <laughs> They're only famous in the cosplay world. But I went viral on the internet, like, like crazy, crazy things, like, like over 14 million. And like wow. regular people know about my channel just because they saw me on the news or this and that. So it's really trippy that like, even in my everyday, like I'll just bump into people and they'll know who I am. And that I still don't know how to handle that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you do you uh, jump straight into Peter when someone calls you? Oh out yeah,
0: I, I always I always give him a little, yeah, give him a little Peter. You know? And what's funny is it happens when I'm at work too. You know, it's it's so funny. Like, I'm, or even at the supermarket, I'll, 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 the train station, Jamaica train station at 3 a.m. Somebody knew who I was. I went to Boston Comic Con, and I was with my my buddy and his mom who lived out there, and. We went to a bar, and the very first bar I go to, literally the first location, the first establishment I go to in Boston, they knew who I was. I was like, what? No shit. No. I have a friend who's who's... Stationed in Okinawa, Japan, and they're talking about me on the military base. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> well, these places I've never even thought about going to, and they're talking about me. And it's like that—that that in and of itself is surreal, too. <laughs> sure,
1: sure. I—I've got uh, friends at work who are, you know, interested in the show, and they're always asking, "Hey, who do you have on tonight?" And when I said the real life Peter Griffin, like, "Oh, really?" You know, they all heard <laughs> of you. So you know, it's—it's it's, you've got a reputation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No doubt, for sure. So, how far has that reached? Have you heard from Seth MacFarlane or anyone at Family Guy?
0: I haven't heard from him, but I i mean, he's retweeted videos of me twice, so he knows I exist, at least. And he hasn't shut me down yet, so he can't hate me. It can only be free advertisement for his Yeah, brand. exactly. I see his him brand, trying so. to shut you down.
1: No, I wouldn't no. think so. I mean, but obviously I mean I it, it me. all
0: falls under fair parody anyway, because it's not like I'm saying I am Peter Griffin and Family Guy is my show. I'm the real life Peter Griffin. You know, I'm a cosplayer. I and mean, cosplayer dresses like the character, and I just I just happen to be good at voices and improv. That's really the magic formula, if there is one, quote unquote, you know what I mean?
1: It's a winning combination. That's for sure. So, like, have you, what about uh, like voice work? Have you ever contemplated doing voice work? Because, I mean, you obviously have this one mastered and you do several other impressions.
0: That's actually my, my dream. I would love to become a voice actor. And that's why, like, when I go to these conventions, I always try to meet as many voice actors as I can so I can pick their brains about how they got into the business or sure, what they're looking for or techniques or how to get into the business. And, like, the general consensus is that you should really take, like, classes because then you yeah. can network and you can meet teachers and if the teachers like you, they'll tell you their colleagues about you and then, you know, it's it's really all about who you know. But you know, that's that's Hollywood period. So
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, myself was dabbling in that for a while. Getting, I did a lot. I didn't take many uh, or any classes. I should say, I did take a few uh, online classes, I guess, but not like where you actually sit down with a person. Mm-hmm. I did a few things where you call in, but it's yeah, it's a it's a. Man, there's a lot of people out there doing it, just like podcasting, just like cosplaying, just like anything else. So, I mean, not that that's a reason not to, you know, go for it, but makes it a little bit harder to get there. There's a lot of people who want to get their voices heard. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's,
0: and you know, I almost feel like it's, you know, I have like an almost an unfair advantage, if, if at all, because I'm already, you know, I have an established fan base already, <laughs> which is crazy.
1: That's not unfair Sorry. at all. Take advantage of it. Yeah. <laughs> Location helps too, I think. Like here in yeah, Columbus, I'm in, Ohio, I'm in New
0: no York. I'm on Long Island, so like I know that like in Manhattan, there's a lot of uh, voiceover opportunities in commercials. But I, what I what my dream is is to voice animation, which unfortunately is on the opposite side of the country in Burbank.
1: I'll tell you, that's not always the case anymore. Georgia, we've well, not only that, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, even some...
0: Texas, because Texas has got all the funimation studios and all that. Yeah, along, so.
1: A lot of voice actors are working from home now, though. If you get a a good mic, a good mixer, a good program to, you know, learn how to edit it down, which really isn't that much work, not that I'm a pro at it. But, I mean, that's how a lot of people do it. You know, like, again, I'll bring the references up that I recently brought up. uh, Townsend Coleman, Mm -hmm. who did the voice of The Tick, and Michelangelo, we had him on the show and his... He sounded better in our headphones than we did. Yeah, he did. And um, (laughs) the voice of Siri, Susan Bennett, she has a whole home studio that she works from. And she's the voice not only that was used to be on your iPhones, but of like Delta Airlines. Like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Big. Yeah. You know, so you uh, you don't even think you need to be on the uh, Mm -hmm. West Coast. You could probably comfortably do it from where you're at. Just text the email to give
2: the Dropbox your audio to them. I'm not sure how they
1: do it I know like um, For some of those cartoons I think Not so much South Park But uh, I can't think of an example But I do remember them saying That they've got to Be on a certain kind Of a connection With these networks That they can Mm. drop something in And it will show up instantly You know Rather than In that fiber Yeah I guess that's what it is I'm not super internet savvy But Because
0: you also have to realize You're you're taking hours and hours of, Of Vocals You know um, footage, you know, that they have to whittle down because I, I can only imagine something like an anime where they're constantly fighting and all the grunts and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. we really like watch. <laughs> <laughs> like Sean Shevel is like literally duplicating like every like <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> like people don't uh, they take that for granted? But that that that's hours, it's days, weeks, months in the studio, you know. Sure.
2: Even yeah. like, yeah, Dragon Ball, when they're sitting there screaming when they're powering up, I can't even imagine having to scream. He like even that passed out. Some of them have passed out in the booths. Joe, oh, I screaming! Could, I could totally see that happening. The way they scream. Yeah. No kidding.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Like I, I've never watched Dragon Ball. I probably oh, yeah. Should've. They
2: just sit there and. oh!
0: will just sit there. Ah! Yeah, and just, <laughs> three seasons later. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> Next time on Dragon Ball <laughs> On the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z Goku screams for 40 minutes <laughs> That's it <laughs> The <laughs> plot doesn't <laughs> move <laughs> anywhere <laughs> 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 And then they would show two episodes See, that's the thing about the 90s Everybody's nostalgic for the 90s Everybody wants to go back to the 90s We had great shows then did people forget that we had to watch commercials? Did people forget that streaming didn't exist? Mm-hmm. You can go on the yeah. internet and literally watch any episode of Rugrats right now that you want. This Back is, then, yeah. you had to watch whatever episode they said you can watch. And you'd be lucky enough to have one of those orange videotapes that your parents would you would <laughs> beg your parents to buy it, but then they'd be like, "No, we can tape it off of television." That's and then what your we just Sitting there instead of enjoying the cartoon, you gotta you gotta have like some kind of force awareness to know when to hit the pause button <laughs> on record so that you don't get all the commercials with the shit. I'll tell you what, People Robert. Forget. I've got
1: twenty five to thirty. VHS tapes of The Simpsons, where I sat there and did that, pausing for it. the commercials, and, <laughs> and you you get to a point where you can sense a commercial. You really do. You they're, just
0: like, know it's like they're building up. The music's getting to it. Yeah, it's like it's. Coming. They're like this is about to be a cliffhanger. Pause. <laughs> Ready yourselves. It's coming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for sure. And you catch
0: like the first three seconds of the jingle of the commercial. Pause. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That always I like prided myself On making those breaks Perfect too And anytime I got like A a snippet of like You know It's it's your neighborhood Kroger or whatever I was like Son of a bitch (laughs) It's ruined (laughs) But then the DVDs Came out and ruined All of my efforts I was like
0: But my tapes No I remember the first time I ever saw a DVD too I'm like there's a menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I Oh was my working... god! Special features. What's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. I don't have t- to rewind this.
1: <laughs> chapters. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> yeah, and the DVD itself has evolved crazily too. But yeah, I remember hanging out at uh, I think it was like an On Cue or a Sam Goody. When the first DVDs came in Like the whole wall was still VHS But there was this new little One tiny little shelf that held like five movies On DVD <laughs> I was like standing there with friends being like This shit's never gonna catch on <laughs> <laughs> <Everybody's> <laughs> gonna Nobody's gonna do this VHS dumb shit. is gonna
0: live forever <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's always gonna be tape Yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, Do you guys ever watch regular show? No, I have I not. Did. No, it's a cartoon show that's specifically designed for a generation. I swear, it's not meant for the kids. It's it's on Hulu, I think, or or Netflix, one or the other. If you I have will those streaming that. services, was
2: that Malik but Mordecai or but Malachi? It, and
0: yeah, Mordecai and Rigby. It's okay. the, the blue bird and the little raccoon guy. Yes, and and it's just like it's like people. It's like these two guys in their like late twenties, early thirties, and they're just all the technology is mishmashed and they literally have an episode about like the battle of the mediums and it's like VHS is fighting DVD or or, or Blu-ray and like it's like the Blu-ray Guardian attacking everybody <laughs> and they're trying to get LaserDisc to fight with them <laughs> you have to watch this series it really is like one of the best cartoons to come out in the last 10 years and I really mean that it's I like will. the
2: amazing world of Gumball I always saw it and I was like that looks so stupid until I actually watched a couple episodes and i crack up every time
0: another good one was adventure time that when that first came out that was that was funny that one recently
1: ended right or within the past year it or two did
0: yeah. yeah it's over and, and regular show is over as well unfortunately but they they did a hell of a job with that show.
1: i'll watch that i've been wanting something new to uh watch and based on all your likes so far you're describing the room around <laughs> me so yeah it seems like it's a, a good fit <laughs> You say you've done many other impressions. What other what other voices can you do?
0: Oh man, I, I do a lot. Do you pride
1: yourself on rather?
0: Uh, well, I don't pride myself on anything. I just I do things to make people laugh. I really. I have no favorites it's it's whatever is appropriate in the moment like uh, it's almost like roger rabbit if you've ever seen roger rabbit where he's like i I could only do it when it was funny (laughs) 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 it's true though like you know I, i i don't write jokes. I come up with them. (laughs) I just come up with them in the situation. That's why I I don't know if I could so much be a stand-up comedian because I feed off of of what happens around me. And I can always come up with a one-liner that is part of the situation. Almost like a a Rodney Dangerfield-esque kind of wit if you will. You know what I mean? Sure. And it's all off a also with the self deprecation. He he was the mass that man had a black belt in self deprecation. He was so <laughs> funny though. I went to my doctor. Doctor really go by you know my doctor. I say, doctor I wake up every morning, I look in the mirror and I throw up. What's wrong with me? He says, I don't know, but your eyesight is perfect. <laughs> 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 he was definitely one of my heroes. Robin Williams definitely a hero. Oh, yeah. yeah. When everybody else was, you know, Hanging out with their friends and playing outside. I was, I was watching stand-up comedy, I guess. You know? I used wrong with to that. love that hmm. stuff. Nothing wrong with collecting, that at all. Collecting toys and watching comedy. <laughs> that was my life. That was my yesterday. Yeah. Almost <laughs> well, every day, pretty much. I love laughing and I love making people laugh. Because making people laugh makes me laugh even harder. <laughs>
1: How many chickens have you fought off?
0: Uh, well, let's see well four technically four chicken fights that seems about there was a there was a, the show, ch- right? there was a chicken um the baseball i don't think he was the chicken from family guy but it was still funny at comic-con one time and then i went to star wars celebration in 17 and there was a i was dressed as peter griffin han solo and there was oh, a Boba nice. Fett chicken <laughs> 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 so we got some great photos that day uh Awesome guy Matt Nelson, who was the one that built that costume, and then my uh, my my friend Anthony was was the chicken for a while, and and he's he's the one in the chicken video where I pick up the chicken and throw him on the floor.
2: Oh, okay, I thought yeah. that was just a rando guy dressed up as <laughs> no, that. that, was, that no, works no, that, that you was, knew him. Yeah, I <laughs> was oh, almost yeah. concerned.
0: Yeah, no, I <laughs> yeah, just pick people up and slam them. Yeah, the <laughs> 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 I'm making a habit, you know. I was like, "Fuck you, you're a chicken." you watch this (laughs) bitch but um, but then uh, I actually uh, I threw my own convention um, this past August it was called another freaking con and uh, I fought the chicken live on stage uh, and that chicken was was my good buddy great bambino that's uh that's his wrestling name. And uh
1: I know that name. I feel I mean I'm not big into wrestling, but I've heard that name, right? Does sound familiar.
0: Looking, yeah. Bambino. Yeah. I mean he's he's been wrestling a long time.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not big into
0: wrestling, but I think mm-hmm. I
1: still know the name. Anyway, I didn't mean to But re- he's uh, yeah, he
0: was like he was like he's part of the indie wrestling scene. Was like, I mean he never went like like call like WWE or anything. He was, the kid's got the talent. It's just a lot of politics at that point. Sure, but um, but we put on a, a Peter and Chicken fight live in front of an audience, uh, and I put him through a table. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say you threw your own con? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my uh, my former business partner Anthony and I we uh, we, we, a, we We planned it with a, with another guy, Chris, and we uh, we threw this. Uh, Convention at the uh, the World's Fair Grounds in uh, New York. Really? It's, uh, it's actually. You ever see Ben and Black? Remember the the, the two big uh, flying saucers that he was trying yeah, to fly yeah. away in Queens? It was actually there where the giant globe is.
1: Oh, I see. Okay.
0: We uh, we had it at the Queens. It's called the Queens Theater. It's in the name of the locale, and uh, yeah, we had a, we had a nice little turnout. We didn't have a huge show. We had a lot of competition because. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't realize it was the same weekend as Terrificon, which is one of the bigger shows on the East Coast. It's it's an Atlantic City show. So we uh, we didn't get the foot traffic we had hoped for, but we did have a great time. We got some great footage. Uh, A lot of those videos are still available to watch on YouTube. I'm actually going through a whole transitionary period with my whole Peter Griffin thing. I'm actually starting over a whole new social media pages and everything, you know. Really? We, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, creatively, my, my, my business partner and I, we just decided to go different ways, and um, he put a lot of effort into the pages that we, we had together. So um, we thought it was only fair that he should retain the page and all that stuff, and I would just start afresh because. Uh, but you know, that's life. You know? Yeah, we, no. you know, we still you know respect each other and everything.
1: That's but, good, uh, though. That's really good. That's a rare thing typically when creative, uh, you know, people go separate ways. There's typically On good
2: terms. terms. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: But yeah, so that's, uh, that's that's where I'm at now. So I've actually made a new um, Facebook page. It's actually under the real life Peter Griffin now. So if you guys okay. want to give it a follow, that's where you would be able to find me. My Instagram has changed, stayed the same, so it's still my name, at Rob Franzese. Okay. But awesome. uh, the Facebook and the YouTube are all brand new.
1: Perfect. Cool man, I'm trying to think. What are, are you still doing? Your uh, are you still doing the grind my
0: gears videos? Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, I have a, a few more ideas that I'm actually going to be filming. I guess I'm real excited, I just got some new lights and stuff so I can really light up the uh, the videos nicely. And I've been uh, teaching myself how to edit videos, so it's going to be a one man show. That's <laughs> awesome. there you
2: uh, go, I know how that is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I'm excited, you know, I have some, some funny ideas coming up, and uh, I'm going to be at uh, Great Philadelphia Comic Con, um, which is going to be April 12th, 13th, and 14th, I believe, memory serves me. But that's going to be at the uh, Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philly. Coming right and, up. Uh, mm. that's the, there's there's going to be a lot of people coming to that show. We're, they're going to have uh, Nick Frost from the uh, Shaun of the Dead movies.
3: Oh wow!
1: They're going to
0: have uh, Jack Leeson, who's the uh, uh, Prince Joffrey on uh, Game of Thrones. Wow! They're going to have uh, Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario. They're going to have a bunch of the next generation uh, actors from from Star Trek.
2: Nice! They're
0: going to have a, an impressive uh, lineup of celebrities. So, if there's anybody on that list, and the the list is still growing, so you can definitely check it out on their website. So.
2: Yeah, that would. Be but that's cool. going to be a cool yeah. show. and I actually have it as an
0: event on my on my uh, my fan page. So if you check on events, you can uh, scope the details and get the tickets right from that page.
3: Very
1: good, very good. I I enjoyed the grind my gears videos. They cracked me the hell up. Fortnite that one was he only
0: grind cool. my gears Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that damn
1: kid. Well, I also love the you had the one racism, and I love how you you know we're doing your Peter gig, and then you just you broke your character midway and said, but seriously, you know this shit's got to stop. And I love how you're using your medium that you know occasionally to uh, you know make a statement like that. It's a great. Good I think it's scene.
0: important, you know? We, yeah. There's, just a, there's a big divide in this country and, and this world, really. And it's, I feel like it's these puppet masters that are causing this. I mean, people people are so stressed about what makes us different when we forget what makes us the same. I mean, at the end of the day, people are like Republican or Democrat or, you know, black or white. At the end of the day, we're all Americans. We all live here. Everybody just wants to be happy, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. It. It's really, at the end of the day, everybody just wants to be comfortable and and feel safe. Yeah. And if we could just get past all the bullshit, you know, I I thought it was an important thing to talk about because you know how horrible the internet can be. And I know a lot of videos have come up where people have like edited my grinds, my gears stuff and made it look like I was racist. But clearly it was like poor editing. So it's like, it's clearly not me saying this shit, but I just wanted to set the record straight that that's not me. And that's not what I'm about
1: it's amazing that somebody out there would be like taking the time to edit a video to do such a Ignorant thing, like
2: I can't. I'm trolls, man. I'm trolls. But I don't get
1: the thrill of it at nah, all. Like either. it's it's a sick kind of a rush. Yeah. I think you know he's, he's, he's probably like a dude is collecting like stiletto heels at the same time, <laughs> <you> know, like <laughs> putting on lipstick.
3: Hey, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs. Look like,
3: you me. fuck me! I'm <laughs> fuck you. <Yeah. me>. <laughs> <fuck laughs> <my heart. laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Yeah, I don't I don't get the mentality behind it But I guess that's why I'm not a troll, right? Yeah <laughs> But anyway As I like to
0: say, I'm not an asshole I'm a hemorrhoid, I, I irritate assholes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, that, that needs to be that's on a good. shirt That's yeah, a that shirt is, right yeah. there That's a shirt Set it on Candair, we own it I'm
0: no. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> pretty sure somebody said it before me I don't know
1: All right, Robert, this has been one hell of a treat You um, have been a blast to have on the show I want to thank you so much for being here And I encourage our listeners to, uh, again, follow Robert on Facebook and his social media handles We're going to be pushing them on our Facebook and social media handles So people uh, can be directed that way not that they're going to need our help. He went
2: viral, Jack. He went uh, viral. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck are we going to do? I
0: appreciate it. All, all the help I can get, i take
2: it. <laughs> we get two likes on our stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to CandairPodcast.com where you can check out our special guests, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, visit the Holly Heroes and see the Wall of Justice, check out some of our YouTube videos, become a patron, get some merch. And if you'd like to be on the show and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again,
1: find us on Twitter at air Pod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. We have that Patreon page again, patreon.com forward slash air Pod, where you can show your support. And hey, uh, why don't you check out our other show we have going, whatifpod.com, or you can find us on uh, all the podcast players that be. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you search What If Series, we're the one that has the... The big yellow font with the blue space background. It's our show, a spinoff of the old Marvel Comics What Ifs, where we look at our own reality. And each episode, we offer a twist on it. Just change
2: one little thing.
1: Yeah, last episode we put up was What If Human Beings Could Fly? Or uh, one of our most popular, What If We Could Control the Weather? That is, yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you're interested in any of that, go check it out. Again, whatifpod.com. Jack, am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. That's it. I think that about does it for this week. So until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley.
2: I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Peter Griffin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get enough Peter. We didn't get enough Peter. But thanks for listening, everyone. It's
0: okay. There's always next time. There'll be a sequel...
1: you come over here and spray paint your name on the wall but i don't wanna what are you chicken
2: hold on there boys wow it's flint instead of writing your name write candairpodcast.com and help spread the word well that's a great idea now we know and knowing is half the battle gi joe off air real quick what's What's when's this one going up oh shit um we could just make it a broad contest thing with wizard world just you know yeah go ahead and do that so so only women
0: (laughs) (laughs) my name is cindy burnett and each week i interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast thoughts from a page we talk spoiler free about their books so you can listen whether you have read the book or not And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.